integrity, uh, loyalty, you know, follow through, commitment. When you when you look somebody in the eye, they say, you know, hey, Randy, I need you to do this. And you say, got it, sir. Got it, ma'am. I'll take care of it. I want to be able to fire and forget. And and I know that if you told me you're going to do it, you're going to get it done. And, and that's such a time saver. It streamlines operations. It makes things more effective. Uh, and it gets things done um, on, on a more rapid uh, scale. Hi there, and welcome into a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I am Randy Miller. John Flynn joined the U.S. Air Force in 1999 and in 2019 was promoted to colonel, continuing his service today in the USAF Reserves. He's also the Vice President of Administration and Aviation at MGM Resorts International. Prior to joining MGM, Mr. Flynn developed, led, and implemented strategy in multiple roles with the United States Air Force in the Pentagon on Capitol Hill, and most recently at the White House as a special assistant to the president and senior advisor to then-Vice President Joe Biden, functioning as the vice president's traveling chief of staff. He oversees a lot of the military affairs, a lot of the veterans divisions going on at MGM, and we are honored to have Colonel John Flynn with us here on Celebrity Salute. And, you know, when you think of MGM, what do you think of? You think of your games, you think of action, you think of excitement. Uh, do you think of veterans? Well, you know what? You, you're going to have to start thinking of veterans. Uh, we've got uh, John Flynn with us, Senior Vice President of Administration and Aviation for MGM Resorts International. John, how you doing? Great, Randy. Great. Uh, how you doing today? Thanks for having us. And Absolutely. Having us. It's a great, great topic. Now, now, that's Colonel John Flynn, correct? That's correct. Yep. I'm still in the reserves and the reserves for about six years. Hey, tell, I talked to us about your uh, military experience a little bit, man. You've you've been there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, I, I left uh, high school, went right in the air force academy, uh, was recruited athlete to play ball there. Uh, came out of there, went to pilot training, uh, flew C-17s for about 10 years. I graduated, left pilot training. I was checking out of pilot training, uh, getting my medical records on nine 11. Oh. Uh, so literally kind of the, 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 the mission of, of the DOD kind of certainly pivoted overnight. Uh, and then, you know, supported the global war on terror, both uh, supporting missions in Afghanistan and Iraq uh, then I got to uh, go to Washington, D.C. on a staff assignment. So I got to work at the Pentagon and on Capitol Hill for then-Senator Bill Nelson. He's now a NASA administrator. I uh, got to get some experience in the Armed Service Committee. Um, then went over to, to got to work for then-Vice President Biden, um, uh, working for him as a military aide, senior military aide for three years, and then uh, became a political senior advisor for him the last two years I was there. Um, wow. Then transition to reserves. And then I've been in this group called AFWorks for the last uh, six years. And we're trying to bring more innovation and critical technology uh, to the forefront for all of DOD now. Wow. Wow. What a, what a incredible military career. That's uh, that's outstanding. Thank you so much for your service, obviously, and uh, it, it, on every level there. I mean, now, so from then, uh, then you go to M- how did you get the MGM from that? Yeah, good, good question. I asked if people ask, like, how did you go from military to White House to, to hospitality? And like part of it is, you know, we're, we're always in guest service in some way, shape or form, whether you're a commander or whether you're a leader, where you're working with colleagues, it's you're always looking to take care of one another. 
Um, and I had the unique experience to be able to to meet a lot of business leaders and get exposed to certainly the, the private sector side, uh, working with some of the portfolios uh, when I was uh, at the White House. Um, and at the time, also, MGM was building a property in National Harbor, so it was top of mind. And uh, after that time in D.C., I was going to move back to Irvine, California, be close to mom and dad, and uh, got to meet some of the leadership team at MGM. And they asked me to come out to, come out to Vegas and visit. Um, they had some great programs, uh, some great people, some great some great uh, leadership, and they had a pretty good you know military and uh, veterans network set up there. Uh, so I, I fell in love with the culture and fell in love with the people and really fell in love with Southern Nevada. So you know I moved out here on a two to three year stint, and it's been wow. six years and loving every minute of it. Oh, so, so six years, okay. And, and now you spearhead all of MGM Resorts Veterans Initiatives, and uh, MGM Resorts was recently named which I didn't know, a top 25 employer for veterans by the Military Times. That's fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for mentioning that, Randy. Yeah, it's something, something we're very, very proud of, something that, that we've been really working hard on for the last couple of years. And, you know, it's it's the effort, it, you know, with the big company, it takes a lot of people to, to really, you know, score high and do well and, and to put forward a genuine effort. You know, there's there's, we have kind of three prongs going on here. We have the talent acquisition side, a great group run by uh, Becky Smith and Justin Fromberg. And what they do is they make sure that that we're recruiting and being available and being active in the spaces and places where we know our military service members are reading and and, and looking, where their spouses are reading and looking, because we really want to embrace them and bring them in, into our culture because there's a lot of matches there for us. Then on the on the diversity, equity, inclusion side uh, with Tony Gladney and Maria Gotti, we make sure that we are present in a lot of these other areas and we support initiatives like salute their troops with the USO and some of the, uh, some of the jobs jobs uh, initiatives that we're a part of. And then we also have a public facing uh, program called the military veterans program through MGM rewards. And so that's going to be activated. It's activated 365 days a year, but we have a big activation coming up 4th of July uh, through the weekend. It's just our way of being able to say thanks and for our employees to be able to thank our service members and their family members, you know, for putting it all on the line for us. Oh, man, that's great. Senior Vice President of Administration and Aviation for MGM Resorts International. So I understand the administration. What's the aviation part? <laughs> yeah. So the, the aviation part, we have um, a large aviation team in Las Vegas. Uh, we've got half a dozen planes and about 50 personnel. And then we have a small but mighty team uh, on the East Coast. And so we get to uh, support uh, a lot of our uh, customer growth strategy. We get to support a lot of our uh, travel around the world as we're a, a global organization, uh, as we're working on projects in, in the Middle East, working on, you know, we've got properties in Macau, mainland China, uh, just got, you know, one license to, to build in Japan. Uh, so we support that. And then you've probably been to, or if you've been to Vegas, you've been to a show in Vegas, you've likely been to a show that has been uh, operated or or certainly housed by an MGM property. Uh, so some of those entertainers, our team has has the unique exp- opportunity to be able to fly them, get them to and from you know Las Vegas safely. Wait, wait a and minute. That's the aviation part. Wait a minute. You've had Donny Osmond on your plane. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I I'd have to go back go back in time and see if we've had him on the plane. I, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> he, he's great. We've so. you know we've been lucky enough. We've done this show up quite a while, and uh, we get a lot of, of big name celebrities that come on. And people always ask me, "How do you get the celebrities like that on you?" Tom Hanks has been on four times. Bradley Cooper's been on twice. Donny Osmond's been on a handful of times. And and it's you know, and John, you'll understand this. 
because when you think of celebrities and veterans, you don't put those together immediately. But uh, just everybody that we've had on from the celebrity world has a connection to the military. Um, Alec Baldwin's dad was a drill instructor. Tom Hanks is the chairman of the Hidden Heroes program for the Elizabeth Dole Foundation, which uh, is veteran mm-hmm. caregivers. And those guys never get to talk about that except here. And so they love coming on. They love talking about how much they love the country and how much they appreciate the troops and how much they value veterans. And so it's kind of a USO of the radio deal, if you will. And it's just so nice that to, ha- you know, to have that community that uplifts veterans, you know, all, all the time. And I'm sure uh, at MGM you find that, too. We, we do. We do. And it, it's so important that we continue to have these conversations and that we celebrate our veterans and our service members. Uh, you've seen the stat, right? Less than one percent of our country gets yep. the opportunity to serve and that number is continuing to, to go to, to decrease. Um, so we have to keep talking about we have to celebrate service, you know, because I've got I've got three young kids. They're interested in the military. A lot of us have communities of, of kids running around. They're looking. They're thinking about what do they want to do with their lives? What do they want to do next? That's our next generation of this military fighting force, right. which I think is the best in the world. That's who we're trying to recruit, you know? So back, you know, 40, 50 years ago, the, the vets of Vietnam, they didn't get the same type of homecoming, that Gulf yeah. War One, Gulf War II, the, the global war on terror, those. And by the way, we still have service members, even though we've withdrawn from Afghanistan, most operations have gone down to Iraq. We still have service members deployed in combat right now, but, we, but it's, not, it's not in the headlines. So we have to keep talking about it. We have to keep celebrating service. We have to show and tell the story like you continue to do, Randy. You have to tell people, hey, this is pretty dang cool what, 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 what we get to do in the military and recruit and bring in the next generation to entice them to serve as well. Hey, you know, it's it's my honor. And, and every day I get to talk to somebody like yourself, John, uh, who served and uh, who is still serving uh, the veteran community. Give us an idea about how strong the, commu- the, the veteran community is at MGM. Yeah, it's 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 very strong, and, and it starts at it starts at the top. We have board support. Our CEO was was born on an Air Force base overseas. Um, we have a lot of our senior leadership team on down. Uh, our service uh, or our veterans, um, our spouses of service members. Um, so that that's really important that that it starts at the top, and and the support will absolutely trickle down throughout the rest of the organization. Uh, number two. We have well over six thousand veterans and oh, wow. spouses that are that are at MGM, and that I can't give you an exact number because we're hiring new like a couple hundred people every couple of weeks. Uh, but 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 we have that strong network here. Uh, we have over sixteen what we call employee networking groups across the company. One of them is the Veterans Employee Networking Group. So we have a chairman, a vice chairman, so that that gives us the ability to monthly, uh, you, you know, rebuild that camaraderie. Uh, find that sort of team, find that tribe that we got used to having that the, the, the brothers and sisters right. in arms, right. That we deployed with, that we served with, and then kind of finding that same, uh, that same sort of, like I mentioned, camaraderie, you know, in private sector. I think that's one of the things that, that some worry about. That was one of the things that I was worried about. And then I landed here and I, and I found it. And it's so important because you are walking into a new quote unquote AOR uh, here in the right. private sector. So having somebody that will take you under their wing, that will kind of show you the ropes, that will mentor you, that will guide you and really invest into you as a partner and as a leader is so, so important. 
That is so cool. Now that I get the title, and I understand the title, you do the administration, but you can't wait to do the aviation part, right? I mean, that's, that, that's, that's your reward for doing the administration part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, over here, yeah, a- aviation is definitely a fun job, no doubt about it. Um, and on the administration front, we have, you know, security operations falls under that, under that group as well. So, so when you show up at an MGM property, you know, we focus safety and security uh, for our guests and for our employees is, is, is first and foremost, top of mind. So we've got, you know, over 2,200 security personnel uh, that help keep our, you know, dozen or so properties in Vegas. And we got seven properties in the regions. You know, we got properties in New York, at, at, in Yonkers, in Empire City, Springfield, Massachusetts, Detroit, Michigan, Northfield Park, just south of Cleveland. Or got in Atlantic City, Andrew National Harbor. I mentioned that wow. right there in the DMV, and then Southern Mississippi. We've got the Beau Rivage uh, in in Biloxi, Mississippi. Oh yeah, uh, so, yeah. So yeah, so so that's that, that's the administration role. I'm just I just got a huge team of just you know a list players uh, that support uh, in that role that come together. J- just like in the military, right? You don't get anything done in the military by yourself. You've got a team right. around you. You've got the commander's intent. You got the vision. You got the and same thing here. You've got you got your boss, you got the team around you, you got the commander's intent. We call them KPIs or, or goals, you know, business goals that we have uh, every couple of quarters and we, and we meet and we try to exceed them. Yeah. And John, we talk about this on the show all the time. And I think, I think a lot of companies are starting to get this. Certainly, you know, companies like Home Depot and, and T-Mobile that we work with and, and some other uh, companies certainly do. But man, when you've got a veteran employee, that's a, that's an employee for life, I mean, right? I mean, I, I was is. I was talking to one guy. He said he was uh, he, he came out uh, transitioned back, and he was in his first job interview. And the guy goes, and the guy was not military, and he said, uh, "So you know, talk to me about your loyalty toward the the company or the job." And he goes, "Well, in my last job, uh, I you know I was ready to take a bullet for my boss," and uh, and the guy goes, "Okay, enough said." But I mean, that is that is the culture. That's the environment, and that is where veterans make a company so much stronger. That's yeah, I I, I could agree with you more, Randy. And and some of that is is leadership. It's it's followership. It's these things that I think you learn in the military. You don't realize that you were being taught this or learning it. You know, sometimes through hard knocks on a day to day basis. Uh, but. But those same skill sets are are definitely valued here in the private sector. Um, I also, I'm, you know, when I first walked in, I was talking to you about, you know, being adaptable, being flexible. That's what they teach you in the military too. Right? They they train you, they equip you to be able to do your job, and then you have to be able to do that on one of seven continents anywhere around the globe, and being able to be effective in the, you know, with your skill sets. And so, being able to have that sort of dynamic, being able to be flexible and adaptable in the business world, which has to be flexible and adaptable, right? If if you're falling behind in, in business, you're going to get left behind. And as we've seen anything, if we've learned anything in the last three years with the pandemic, you have to be able to be right. you know, pivot and be flexible. And so that that's where that's where some of those uh, uh, skill sets or those values we learned in the military or got reinforced in the military are certainly helpful here. Uh, but yeah, in, integrity, uh, loyalty, you know, follow through, commitment. When you when you look somebody in the eye, they say, you know, hey Randy, I need you to do this, and you say. Got it, sir. Got it, ma'am. I'll take care of it. I want to be able to fire and forget. And and I know that if you told me you're going to do it, you're going to get it done. And and that's such a time saver. It streamlines operations. It makes things more effective. 
uh, and it gets things done um, on, on a more rapid uh, scale. Well, Colonel, you know, you've, you've seen uh, you've seen the military uh, and the Pentagon, the White House. You've seen it from all sides. You've seen every part of it. What are your hopes for the military and veteran communities moving forward? That's it. That's I have um, I have lot, lots of hopes uh, for our community going forward. Um, I think, you know, as a, as a society, we try we train and equip our service members, make sure that they're prepared going into harm's way. Um, and then to take care of them when, when they return home, right? That's our obligation. I think that's what we do. That's what, that's what private sector is responsible for. That's what our nonprofits or VSO is responsible for. That's what you're doing as well, making sure that we take care of them then when, when we get home. And I kind of mentioned this earlier um, that my, my hopes is that um, our communities continue to feel valued in in terms of being able to find another career, in terms of knowing that uh, we love them and thank them for their service, in terms of their health care uh, for life, uh, the programs through the Veterans Affairs and other programs so that uh, any sort of uh, ailments or injuries that they sustained uh, while wearing the uniform, uh, that we're going to take care of them and their spouses uh, for life. So I want to see those programs continue to grow uh, I want to see the support for the veterans and for the veterans community uh, continue to strengthen. Uh, and I, again, I want this next generation to make this at the top of their list of top priorities when they're looking at working for MGM Resorts or they're looking at going to Harvard University or they're looking to join the military. I want that military option to be at the top of their list. Yeah. And, you know, we work with uh, about 24 of the top veteran support organizations in a country. And the one thing that, that just keeps resonating, which is crazy to me. And a few of these things have been changed, but you know, some of these, uh, some of this legislation, uh, that's still, it's so outdated and, and still on the books from, you know, the 1900s and, and, you know, the veterans today need better than that. And, and a lot of these groups are, are helping accomplish that. And so each time I hear something like that, it just makes me happy. And it, more than makes me happy. It just makes me, cause it should be that way. You know what I mean? I mean, it should be veterans should never have to want for anything the way that they've served our country. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think every, every American would, would agree with you on that, Randy. Yeah. Um, I, I, you, you mentioned legislation. I think uh, you've seen some good advancements over the last year or two. You yep. Know, yep. You're probably you're probably familiar with with the burn pits and, sure. and the, the, the significant impact that that's had on anybody who served uh, within those areas, uh, even for a couple of months. And so to be able to see those efforts uh, led by you know folks on Capitol Hill, led by the White House, led by the DoD, you know, to come together to put put forward billions of dollars. Uh, for the veterans that were affected, it's it's very meaningful. And and you know one one thing one note there, Randy, is that I encourage folks to go out there if you're eligible to go out there and register in the burn pit registry. Yes. Uh, get assessed, right? Because what that does is it it shows those that are that are appropriating the monies, you know, for this sort of initiative. It shows them that this is important. And it shows them the impact. Uh, that that this legislation and that those burn pits uh, have had on us. So I, that's one thing that I would encourage that when you see those programs as a veteran, please go out there and and see if you're uh, eligible for it, and certainly 
uh, take advantage of it because that's one way that the country can give back to you. Yeah, and uh, and there are deadlines for that. Uh, you know, all of those too. So you got to get in there and under the deadline and and make sure that, uh, that you take advantage of that. John, listen, that's man, correct. it has been such a yes. pleasure talking to you. Such an honor. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you for what MGM Resorts is doing for for veterans. Hey, you got it, Randy. Thank you, too. And thank you for everyone who's out there. Happy Fourth of July. Thank you, everyone, for your ongoing service to our country. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.